Hello, good evening. My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. And this is the Arsenal Women's Weekly. Before we start, though, we can't let the 31st of March pass without remembering one of Arsenal's greatest ever players who sadly passed away on this day in 2001. Of course, that player is the legend that he was, David Rocky Rowcastle. He kind of epitomised everything, didn't he, that was great about the club and what it meant to play for Arsenal. And that's something that he did 275 times um, between 1985 and 1992. He helped us to win two league titles and a Littlewoods Cup. So many great memories, of course, of David Rowcastle playing for the club, some great goals. Uh, we've all got our own special memories of a great man. And today, of course, marks that um, really, really sad occasion 22 years ago well really has gone fast but um you may not be with us anymore but we will never ever forget the legend that was david rocky rocastle right so coming up on the show tonight then we will be looking back on that fantastic win for the women of course against by munich on uh, wednesday night what a great night that was and, of course, that was on the back of the fantastic North London derby um, victory as well against Tottenham last weekend. So we're going to look back at that game as well. Um, we're going to, There was a couple of injury issues, of course, during the week. So we're going to look at that. We've got a big game, of course, on Sunday. Manchester City at Meadow Park, a game that could well knock one of these two teams out of the title race, possibly even out of the race for a Champions League spot for next season. So um, loads to look forward to. It's all going to be coming up the other side of this. Arsenal now free to Marnham again inside here looking for a second goal. Oh, she's got a second goal. That seals it free to Marnham again. As you can see, at the moment, I'm a little bit lonely, aren't I? Because um, our guests aren't here. Andreas, of course, can't be with us tonight. He is flying over to London to attend the game on a Sunday against Manchester City. So there's no Andreas. He has sent us some videos, though. So we will hear from Andreas throughout the show, which is good. Matt as well, of course, as usual at this moment in time, is working. He can't be with us either. So he has also sent uh, the videos as well to talk about all the issues that we've got to talk about and Amar is going to be here but as we know Amar is always late isn't he he can't make our past seven can he but anyway he'll be here very very soon um Terry's in the chat as always hey, Terry good evening my friend he says nice touch me on rock well we can't let this day pass can we without a mention of a, a great man a great player for Arsenal and someone who um, meant so much to, to most of us, really, that remember him playing. And we've got a new member to the channel. So I wanna, this is a, a momentous occasion. You know, we always like getting new members in. We've got a new member. It's Clive. How you doing, my friend? Thank you very much for becoming a member of the channel, joining a very happy little bunch of guys that we've got. If you want to become a member yourself, there is a link down in the description. Um, and welcome aboard to Clive. Thank you very much for helping support the channel. Um, everything that we make from memberships, from advertising, goes back into the channel and equipment and all that other stuff that goes with it, you know, playing for StreamYard, all this other stuff that we that we have to use. So, um, yeah, thank you very much to, to Clive for joining joining the band. So, where can we start? I suppose the only place really we should start is we like to do things chronologically, really, don't we? So, let's go back to last weekend and what was a rather memorable game. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
I mean, I think once again, this game will always will be remembered as Caitlin Falls North London derby. She's got a habit of scoring against Tottenham, and she got two fantastic goals again in last weekend's game. I mean, it was a dominant Arsenal performance, wasn't it? We mentioned it last week on the show how difficult it was to play a game in North London derby in between the two games against Bayern Munich, but. We did put in a really, really solid performance. There was a little spell before half-time, wasn't there? And we conceded a penalty and maybe looked a little bit shaky um, for a few minutes and stuff. But we got our act together again in the second half and dominated that game. We Again, like recent games, we could have scored a few more goals. But some of the quality of those goals, Steena's opening goal, fantastic finish. Uh, but Caitlin Ford's first goal as well, cutting in from that. That goal that she likes to get, doesn't she? Cutting in from that left-hand side and curling it into the bottom corner. Um, and, you know, Frida Marnham got a great goal as well, didn't she, at the top corner? We'll be talking about Frida a little bit later on as well, won't we, of course, when it comes to the Bayern Munich game. But a really, really solid performance. And we have to give credit to Caitlin Ford. We've mentioned her in recent weeks on the show what great run of form that she's in at this moment in time. Everything she touches, she's dangerous. She's going past defenders for fun. She's getting shots in. Yes, she's still not maybe scoring enough goals, and she still misses one or two chances that, you know, she missed a big one, didn't she, in, in the week. But you can't really criticise her at all for the way she's playing at the minute. She's been absolutely outstanding and a long way to continue. And, you know, uh, brilliant. Um, from everyone, actually, last Sunday, I thought it was a really good, solid performance, actually, because it was difficult timing for the game. And to go out there and play the way that we did, and especially in, in a North London derby, you know, it's nice to, to beat Tottenham in any game. But to play in that manner and to win the game that comfortably, I thought was really, really impressive the way that we, especially that second half, we were just brilliant, wasn't we? Some of the football we played, the goals that we scored. And, you know, again, uh, we, we could have um, we could have scored a few more, couldn't we? The, the Tottenham goalkeeper made one or two good saves, didn't she? And uh, it was it was just a really good performance. And, you know, with the, with the result that came, of course, on Sunday when Manchester City beat Chelsea, it's thrown the title race wide open, hasn't it? There's just three points between the top, top four teams. Um, we're just two points behind Chelsea. And we've still got to visit Kings Meadow, of course. And we are three points behind the two Manchester clubs with a game in hand. And a game in hand is away against Brighton. You'd expect us to win that. So um, we're right in there fighting for the league title, aren't we? We will talk about the WSL title race a bit later on uh, when we look ahead to the Manchester City game. But yeah, that was such an important victory. And when you look at the way that the results have gone, it could prove to be a really, uh, a really vital victory as well. Because if we had dropped points against Tottenham, away as we did last season. We know how, imp how important those two points proved to be. And if we'd done the same again, then, you know, it would have been uh, difficult for us, not only out of the title race, but even just making that top three. So really important, important victory and really impressive performance, which was uh, the, the main thing as well. Uh, Terry's welcoming Clive in. Uh, oh, Clive's in there. How are you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Thank you very much for becoming a member of the channel. Uh, he says, good evening, Richard, uh, people in the chat. Yeah, great to have you on board with us. Um, so, um, obviously, Andreas has um, brought, uh, produced a video for us looking back on the Tottenham game. So, let's get Andreas' thoughts on that fantastic win. So, hello, everybody. That's me, Andreas. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't be in the show tonight. Uh, yeah, the show of the season so far with, with this uh, Champions League match. Uh, um, I would like to be in and, and discuss everything with you, but uh, the reason uh, I hope you can all you all can accept this. The reason is uh, I'm flying to London because I want to be at Meadow Park on Sunday for the match against Man City. And uh, yeah, I have to take British Airways on Friday evening. Therefore, um, you get my 
uh, yeah, my comments by a few videos. So let's first uh, look at the Spurs match on last weekend. 5-1, uh, that was really impressive. And uh, yeah, uh, a very dominant performance and uh, as I said, very impressive. And um, yeah, even if uh, Spurs is, is in women's uh, football, not, not a big team, uh, but the rivalry is always the same. Uh, for for everybody who is a real Arsenal fan, uh, it's you want to win the North London derby against Spurs. And uh, one of the first things I learned when I became uh, a Ghana Aguna was uh, you must always beat Spurs. You must always be above Spurs in the table. And so uh, 4-0 in September, now 5-1, uh, yeah, was an impressive win on their turf. So. Uh, yeah, I think Caitlin was once again fantastic <laughs> week in, week out. We are saying this, she's playing uh, her best season ever. And uh, yeah, uh, we could have scored <laughs> a few goals more because we were so dominant and, and Spurs never had a chance. Uh, yeah, besides this uh, soft penalty they got, uh, well, but uh, I think the result was very good and we were all satisfied uh, to win another North London derby. Well, of course, Andreas, it's definitely acceptable for you to miss the show, to be travelling to London to go to the game on Sunday. So um, we will let you off and um, we appreciate your videos as well. But yeah, obviously you mentioned Caitlin Ford there. What I do is, you see, I, I don't watch the videos before I put them onto the show because I don't want to um, hear what they have. I don't want to listen to them twice, really. But also, as well, I want it to be as new to me as it is to you guys when we're watching it. So I didn't, I hadn't heard any of these videos before. It's just, you know, we mentioned similar points there, I suppose, didn't we? Caitlin Ford, obviously, the fact we could have scored more goals, impressive win against Tottenham. And yeah, of course, the 4-0 victory back in September at the Emirates, which we were all at, which was a great day um, and a great victory there. And we've, and we've done it again. And yeah, really important victory it was such a such an important game and yeah to beat Tottenham is always great I do feel in, in the women's game I think we've mentioned it before haven't we that it's mainly um the rivalry with Chelsea that's the big one isn't it in the women's game um but obviously a North London derby you have to win because we're Arsenal and we have to beat Tottenham because that's what we have to do it's what we've done for so many years isn't it so really really impressive performance uh fantastic um fantastic day it was and yeah great to get those three points which was so um, so, so important, which um, which we obviously had to do. Um, Rajan was in the chat there. How are you doing, my friend? Good to see you. He's kind of had a bit of trouble spelling my name today, but anyway, we got there in the end. <laughs> Good to see you. And I say, we we're just talking about the Tottenham game, an impressive victory that was. Um, and Andreas giving his thoughts there as he's flying. He's probably flying somewhere at the moment over the channel somewhere. I expect over the North Sea or whatever way the plane goes um, over from Germany, probably over, it will be over the channel, won't it? Uh, so he'll be somewhere over in the air. So um, looking forward to that. Obviously on Sunday, he's at the game, so he will be doing us a nice vlog again. Some of those in recent weeks have been amazing, haven't they? So um, we'll get that up on the channel at some point, maybe Sunday evening. Um, and that'll be something worth to to enjoy, won't it? Uh, Rajendra says, I was there and missed the first goal. Oh, you was. I remember you saying that the day you missed the first goal, didn't you? Which was a fantastic goal, but a great a great day, wasn't it? A great performance. Brilliant from the, from the goals yet again. And March has been a fantastic month, hasn't it, for the Arsenal women, the way that we've played, some of the performance that we put together. And maybe on the back of winning the Continental Cup seems to have 
been the catalyst maybe to give us all a little bit more confidence and give the girls belief that they can go on and achieve some really great things this season. And we saw it even more so, didn't we, when we can now look back on what was an astonishing night at the Emirates on Wednesday. So we are in the semi-final of Champions League, first time in 10 years. Can you believe that? Incredible. Um, and we are back in the semi-final. We had to do it the hard way, coming from behind, losing that first leg away in Bayern Munich to a team that's conceded just four goals in the league all season. And we, in that first half on Wednesday, that was something quite special, wasn't it? It was a, an amazing performance. And we scored two goals against this fantastic defence and we could and maybe should have scored two or three more. It was, you know, the, the scoreline at half-time flattered Bayern Munich. It didn't flatter us. We were so, so dominant. And to play the way that we did without um, our captain, Kim Little, who got injured after five minutes. And I do want to talk about the referee because I thought, once again, the performance of a referee in what is supposed to be the elite competition in women's football, in women's club football, certainly, has been dreadful. The two, the two referees that we had in our in our quarterfinal against Bayern Munich, both of them two refereeing performances were an embarrassment to women's football. You have to say how that was not given as a as a foul on Kim Little or for the injury after just five minutes. It was the most blatant foul, and even uh, even the uh, it was it um, I can't remember the player that, that fouled her now, but it, you could see her face afterwards. She knew she it was a foul quite clearly, and the referee not only you know, didn't give a foul. She didn't get her a yellow card. And within two minutes of Lotta Wubermoy coming on for Kim Little, she got a yellow card for basically a nothing foul. Yes, a tiny little... She, she caught the player slightly. And it's like, um, how she can give a yellow card for that and not even give a foul for the, the one on Kim Little was just ridiculous. And some of the decisions after that, I mean, I, I don't want to keep going on about the referees because I think we mention them too often. But I do feel as though at this moment in time with women's football in the spotlight as it's been certainly this last year or so with the Euros um, and everything else and how great the standard of the football is now, how much it's improved in recent years and the quality of the of the product that we see, the TV getting involved, all this kind of stuff, right? It's now becoming such a really polished uh, product. And then you get the referee in, which is, I said it on the watch along the other night, it's... It, even referees on a Sunday league, Sunday morning, kids football or whatever it is, amateur football, the referees there are better than these Champions League referees in the women's game. Even the WSL referees as well, let's be honest, they're not any better. It is really something that they've got to look at and they've got to find a way to improve it. You know, people say, well, maybe they need to go professional. Now, you know, the, the top level teams are professional, but turning the, the the male referees in the male in the men's game professional hasn't made them any better, has it? Let's be honest. So I'm not necessarily saying that's the answer. We need to do something, clearly, because the, the, the standard is just, it's atrocious. Honestly, it's atrocious. And I mean, how that, hopefully, what hopefully what I want to happen is over the, since Wednesday night, hopefully that referee has been made to look back on the game with the assessors or whoever it is that controls the referees and made a look at that again and say, look, clearly you've made mistakes here. You've made a terrible mistake on that particular incident and you've made other mistakes throughout the game. And let's hope that, that, that she can learn from that. And the referee from the, la the last week's game as well can learn from that. And the WSL referees, they need to be... You know, people make mistakes and we, we can accept people make mistakes. They're human and that's fine. You know, we don't mind that. What we don't want to see is the, the standard of the football is increasing at a much 
quicker rate than the standard of the refereeing. And that cannot continue because it, now the, the women's game is being screened all over the world. You know, there was the, the YouTube um, game on, on Dazzan YouTube channel, the Arsenal game the other night. 150,000 people watched that on YouTube, right? <laughs> that's a big audience. And they're seeing referees as bad as this. And it's not a good look for the game, is it? For the women's game, it isn't. You know, and we're trying to promote women's football in a really positive way. And everybody's doing a really good job with, with doing that. And the, the, the girls on the pitch, not just the Arsenal women, but all of the teams in the WSL in particular, the international teams throughout, throughout the world, can see how much work's gone in behind the scenes to improve the standard of the play. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then you get this absolute joke of referees every single week. And it's... And it's spoiling the game, isn't it? And we've got the semi-final coming up in the Champions League. And I only hope and pray that we get a better referee in those two games because we know where Wolfsburg play. And if we haven't got a decent referee, it could not. it's not going to help, is it? I'm not saying we want a referee that's going to give us every decision. What we want is a referee that's going to be fair and get the big decisions right and make the right calls when you have to. And the, the, the refereeing in those two games against Bayern Munich, they didn't do that at all, neither of them. They neither of them got the big decisions right. And they wasn't... It wasn't even fair, was it? And, you know, we can look at the other games as well um, that were played over this last week in the other quarterfinals. And, yes, some of the referees were maybe better than our referee. As Rajendra says there, the ref for the Chelsea game was better, better, but still not great. And better than being really, really awful doesn't really say a lot, does it? We want the standard to be, it's got to improve across the board. It's got to. Because these games now are starting to, to become... Um, I say they've got a bigger audience. They're starting to become much more important in the overall scheme of things. You know, they, they, you know, a lot of the Arsenal women players in particular are doing a lot of work, aren't they, behind the scenes in trying to build up women's football, get it more played in schools, all this kind of stuff. And that's brilliant, right? And then they're being let down by the referees on the pitch that's refereeing the games because people watch that. You know, I, I've tried to, um, I'm trying to encourage people to. Um, to, to, to come along to watch women's football, you know, because of how great it is, how great the football is. And then I get people messaging me and saying, well, the, the referee's just a joke. How can you take the game seriously when you've got referees like that? And that's unfortunately, it's another barrier that there is to break down when it comes to women's football, isn't it? It's another barrier that people are saying, you know, the refereeing's a joke. This is people that, you know, um, are, are trying to get into women's football. They're, they're giving it a go. They say, I'm going to watch it. And they watch it. And then they say, look at that. And it has to it has to improve. It has to, you know, it's got to. And I don't know what the answer is, and I'm not going to pretend I know what the answer is. But something's got to be done. We can't continue with this because the the standard of football now has gone so much higher that the referees have got to try and close that gap in in the level. They've got to. And if they don't, I hate to think where what, what's going to happen um, to the game. Terry says yeah, the standard of our ref so far has been shocking. It has. It's been ridiculous. I mean, I've never known anything like it. Really, really terrible. Um, Terry says, uh, I watched the Wolfsburg game and the Chelsea v Leon, and to be honest, I have no fear in playing any of them the way our girls are playing. No, I agree. I, I, I said that. Uh, I was, I'm not bothered who we play. I think we're good enough to beat anybody. Um, we've got Ronald Dewey there. Will Chelsea Arsenal be the biggest game in 100 years if they both come up in the Champions League? Well, wouldn't that be something? You know, <laughs> wouldn't that be something if Arsenal and Chelsea were to meet in the Champions League final? And it's a possibility. We're both in the semi-final. Chelsea have got a slightly tougher task than us, I would say, against Barcelona. Um, but they're capable of doing it over two legs. And obviously, we must fancy our chances against Wolfsburg. It's not going to be easy either. But wouldn't that wouldn't that be something? 
Arsenal Chelsea Champions League final. We've played Chelsea in a few finals, haven't we, in recent years? And we haven't always had the best result, although the most recent one, of course, we did. So that would be something. And it would be the it would be certainly one of the biggest games in in um English women's football. One of the, it probably would be the biggest game. What biggest one-off game? I think it probably would, yeah. Um let's let's see what happens. We've got two big games to come ourselves, haven't we, before we can start worrying about um you know, a final against Chelsea. We need to get there ourselves first. But yeah, that would be a, a special, a special occasion, wouldn't it? And Regina says there, she also gave a yellow to our manager. Yeah, she did. And to be fair, he probably deserved the yellow, actually. <laughs> you know, he, he gets a little bit excited on the side sometimes. You, you can understand why. Um, but yeah, it's got to be, it has got to be better. Um, Ronaldo says there, is Wolfsburg um better team than Arsenal? Well, are they better than Arsenal? Well, we're going to find out, aren't we, in a few weeks' time. We're going to find out who's the better team. I think that Wolfsburg and Bayern Munich are quite similar, aren't they? That they're head to head at the top of the league in Germany. Uh, Bayern just beat them last weekend, so um, we we've shown in the two games against Bayern Munich we don't have to fear anybody. We are good enough, as as Jonas said, didn't he? We're good enough to beat anybody. And that first half performance on Wednesday night, I think that was almost the perfect performance for football from anybody. I don't think you can play any better than that. Uh, yes, maybe the first. Three or four minutes were a little bit shaky, but Kim Little going off seemed to really rally the troops. And that performance for 40 minutes in that first half was almost perfect football. It was almost perfect, wasn't it? We, we made very, very few mistakes. We took the game to them. We were winning the ball high up the pitch. They didn't know what had hit them, Bayern Munich. And for a team that doesn't lose games and doesn't concede goals, their heads were spinning at, at half time. In fact, half time came at a bad time, I thought, for us because we were there, they were there for the taking. And that performance was, you know, obviously we've seen Arsenal play well. We've seen Arsenal win 9-0 and 11-1 and all this kind of stuff against, you know, weaker teams in the WSL and in the FA Cup. But Bayern Munich are one of the best teams in Europe. They've got the best defensive record anywhere. And we absolutely ripped them to pieces. They couldn't cope with us at all. They were they were relieved when half the halftime whistle went and they were only two 0 down because we could have scored six five or six. Their goalies made two great saves. We missed other chances, but that performance was just and them goals. Um, just I mean, Freedom Marnham's goal. I mean, what a, you won't see a better strike, will you? Right into the postage stamp in that top corner, and a brilliant move before that as well. The, the passing, the movement, winning the ball high up the pitch. Lovely little layoff by Leah Williamson, and um, what a goal that was. That's probably the goal. Um, the goal of the season, that isn't it? And then, of course, Steena's goal, a very different type of goal. Again, really good play, wasn't it? Katie McCabe getting that crossing. Um, and then um, Steena being in the right place to put the header into the net. The desire that she had to, to get on the end of that. And she was brilliant in both those two legs, actually, Steena. And brilliant against Tottenham as well. And she had a lot of criticism, hasn't she? And, you know, me and Terry in particular on the on the chat, really... We've really praised her a lot. And I think she deserves a lot of praise because she's just an amazing player. And she's starting to show her real quality in, in the last few games. You know, she's been brilliant. I think maybe scoring in that final against Chelsea seems to have lifted a lot of maybe clouds that are hanging over her confidence and stuff. And she's gone on now and, and produced um, a series of fantastic performances. She's scoring goals, looking absolutely world-class. And, and that's great to see as well. Um but yeah, it's brilliant, brilliant game that was, wasn't it? I mean, what can you say? The second half, we had to manage it, didn't we? It was it was tough in the second half. Bayern Munich, um, they had to score, didn't they? Quite honestly. And um, it was always going to be a more difficult game. But I thought we managed it well for the most part. It got nervy in the last five minutes. They threw everything at it, as we expected them to do. They had some few corners, a few nervy minutes. But overall, 
Um, we fully, over the two legs, we were a much better team. And if we hadn't gone through it, it would have been an absolute travesty. Um, so we got what we deserved finally. We haven't always got what we've deserved this season in certain games, but we certainly did over those two games. Just amazing, amazing performance. Um, so, so proud of the, of the girls, the way they played. And it really does get us excited about what, what this team can achieve. Not only this season, but going forward as well. You've got to bear in mind as well, we've performed like this in the last few weeks without two of the best players in the world, two of the best attacking players in the world in um, Viv Miedemeyer and Beth Mead, both out, of course, for the season. And to be playing like this without those two players is just it just shows what this team can be capable of. And if we can keep Viv for another season, I'm sure we will um, because of the injury next season. could be even better, couldn't it? But there's so much still to look forward to, isn't there, this season? We've got one trophy on the board and there's two more that we can still get. You know, the WSL isn't out of the way. We're going to look at the Man City game soon. But um, this Bayern Munich game has convinced me that we can reach this final of the Champions League. Whether we can win it or not is another thing, but we can certainly reach the final. I've, I don't fear Wolfsburg at all. Last season, I think we maybe we went into that Wolfsburg game last season, maybe with a little bit of trepidation. You know, we knew how physical they were and they were maybe slightly above us in the level. We played well at the Emirates in the first leg, got a late goal and got a draw. But away in Wolfsburg, we, we got bullied out of that game, didn't we? And they were the better team and they deserved to go through. Uh, but I think this year you can see how much we've improved in the big games against the physical teams. Look how we played against Chelsea this season, the two games against Bayern Munich. We're not always winning the games. We lost to Chelsea in the FA Cup. We lost the first leg to Bayern. But we've shown that we can we can take the game to these things. We can compete with them. And, and we, we're the better team when we play these big games now. We have to do it again in them two games against Wolfsburg. And if we can play uh, anywhere near the way we played against Bayern Munich, I think we'll beat Wolfsburg over two legs and reach the final. And what an amazing occasion that would be in Eindhoven at the beginning of June. Just um, um, just in incredible, incredible. So um, I really think we can do it, but they're two big games. We, we obviously, we'll, we'll preview them in a bit more detail, obviously, when we get in to, to, to the, when the games are coming around, of course, at the end of April. Um, but yeah, such, so excitement and it, and it gives us all something to really keep looking forward to as well, apart from the normal games, really, I suppose, anyway. Um, but, you know, I think we can do it. I really think we can beat Wolfsburg and get through. And I'm really looking forward to that, those two games a bit later on. Uh, going back to the referees there, Rajendra says, um, if they can explain their decisions by a microphone. Yeah, maybe. It's not going to change those decisions. It's not going to make those decisions better, is it? If the referee had come out after the game on Wednesday and said, oh, yeah, sorry, I made a mistake. I, I, it should have been a foul. I should have booked the, 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 the Bayern Munich player. Yeah, maybe we could accept, OK, they've admitted a mistake and it maybe make us feel better about it. But it doesn't change the decision on the pitch, which ha they have to get more of those right as a first thing. Yes, maybe come out and explain them. Yeah, at least it might make us understand where they, what they were thinking of. Um but, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Something needs to be done, whatever it is, anyway. But Daniel says, I saw the Wolfsburg games and they were similar to us in play. We can be, I, I thought so, yeah. I thought the other night when they played um, their second leg at home, they didn't, they didn't frighten me at all. They did not frighten me at all. Yeah, PSG are not as good as us. And I would have fancied their chances massively against PSG. But I no, I don't fear Wolfsburg at all. I really don't fear them. I think we can go and beat them. I really do over two legs. And uh, it's good that we've got the second leg at home again as well. I do think that's an advantage because no matter what happens in the away leg, you know what you have to do at home. And as we saw last night with the Chelsea game, if the, if it did end up going to penalties, it is an advantage having penalties on your own pitch, 100%, where if you're the home team. I know Chelsea played at Stamford Bridge, but 
it's an advantage being at home for penalties and potentially extra time and that kind of stuff in the second leg. So it's a massive advantage, and we need to we need to take advantage of that um, definitely. So, um, but yeah, let, let's we we'll look forward to that in a little bit more detail when we get closer to the time. But I, I, you know, we just need to really appreciate that performance against Bayern Munich, don't we? And it, how great it was. Now, the only downside for me was those two injuries, of course, Kim Little, which although she walked off the pitch in the end, and we thought, oh, maybe it's not as bad as we thought. Jonas's latest update is that she may be were more serious than Katie McKay, who, of course, went off later. We saw the boot on, didn't we, after the game? Um, Ronaldo says, there, yeah, Katie McKay is injured for City game. Uh, that's bad news. I think, yeah, she probably will be, and Kim Little as well. And that's a, that's a massive blow for such a big game, which we'll look into that in, in a little bit later on in the show. But, yeah, it would be massive. It would be a massive blow if Katie McKay didn't play against, can't play against City. But yeah, slightly more positive news on Katie McCabe, you know, from Jonas today, saying that maybe it's not quite as bad as, as was feared and she's got a chance to play on Sunday. Personally, I'm not sure. Um, it looks like Kim Little won't be playing and that's a big loss as well, isn't it? We know how important Kim is, but we saw how well we played without her um, in the game against Bayern Munich. So let's not, let's not worry too much about the players that can't play. Let's focus instead on those that can and we see how good they are. It doesn't help if Katie McCabe's out because Steph Catley's still injured. I don't think she's going to be fit for Sunday, but Noel Moritz is coming at left-back, done well. So, you know, let's focus on the players that are going to be playing and can play and we know what they're capable of, all of them. So, you know, it's not ideal, is it? Losing two key players before such a big game. But that's that's the danger, isn't it? You play Champions League during the week, you've got a league game in the weekend and you risk losing players from injury. And that's unfortunately the way it is. But let's see what happens. We'll, we'll worry about that on Sunday when we get the team news. We can't really do anything about it now. Um, Terry says, if it wasn't it wasn't just our first half in both games, we, we should have and could have blown away. Yeah, of course we should. It, we were brilliant. Absolutely. Over the two games, we deserve to win. There's no doubt about that. Terry says, yeah, um, the future sure does look exciting with these girls. It does. Yeah, of course it does. And that's not how you spell sure for that sure, though, is it? You're thinking of Bunny Shaw we're playing against on Sunday. <laughs> but we get your point. Um, Rajendra says, yeah, uh, we need to be a bit more confident when starting. But I don't know about that, really. I, yeah, I thought on um, on Wednesday we looked a little bit nervy in the first five minutes, didn't we, actually? A little bit apprehensive, maybe. But once we got into the game, as the previous week, and as we've done in recent games, yeah, we, we do start slowly. I think that's a good point. We went behind in the Conti Cup final, and we had to come back and get the get the win. We were obviously trailing in Bayern Munich. We came back and got the win. Um, so, yeah, maybe we do need to start stronger. But the way we're finishing games, the way we're playing, as we're growing into the games, you know, I'm not particularly that bothered at this moment in time, I've got to be honest. Um, we've got Empress29 in the chat. How are you doing? Says, hi, Richard, what a win. Uh, the ladies show that there is a fight. And exactly, yeah, the fight in them. And this, this is the thing, isn't it? Last season, I thought we got bullied against Wolfsburg. And this season, we don't look as though we're getting bullied by anybody. You know, we're standing up to the physical teams. Uh, we're out fighting them. And it's great, great to see. And that that performance on Wednesday, especially that first half, was just absolutely amazing. Um, Terry says, yeah, I thought PSG created plenty of chances against Wolfsburg. Yeah, they did. I say, I, I looked at Wolfsburg and thought, I, I didn't, when I when that game was over, I didn't come away thinking, oh my God, we you know, um, we've got a, a, a difficult task. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, but I came away from that game thinking we can beat them. We can beat them and get to the final. That was my overriding feeling. And I hope the girls watching it and they feel the same um, because we've got nothing to fear. Nothing to fear at all. And I don't even fear Barcelona. If we, if we get Barcelona in the final, I don't even fear them. The way we're playing at the minute, I think Jonas said it himself and I agree with him. We can beat anybody. The way we are playing with, with the, the, the team as we've got, the players that we've got, we can beat anybody on our day. Yes, it is on our day and we have to turn up and play. 
but I don't fear anybody at all. I really don't. Uh, Redemption says here, PSG were not able to attack um, as Wolfsburg, the, the three-on-one uh, to take the ball off. But yeah, but, you know, it's, it's still tactics to, to win, isn't it? To win the games. And I mean, PSG played pretty well, I'll be honest, but I, I would have preferred them to have gone through because I think we'd have had a slightly better chance of beating PSG. But we don't fear Wolfsburg. We don't fear anyone. We don't have to. They should fear us. If, if Wolfsburg, anybody else, watched that game, if... Um, if um, uh, Barcelona were watching that game, I'm sure they were, they would be fearing us. The way that we played in that first half, they will not want to play us. Nobody will want to play us at this moment in time. Wolfsburg will be scared. They'll come They'll come to that game and they'll be apprehensive for playing us because they know what we can do. And they know that we, we want revenge for what happened last season when they knocked us out. So they will be worried. We've got nothing to fear. We can go in that game and we can be absolutely bang on it and we can go there and hopefully um, pick up um, the right result. And there you go. That's, that's the right Shaw, Terry. That's the one, yeah. Not Bunny Shaw. We'll, we'll talk about Bunny Shaw a bit later. And we've got Gaming Tour 3 says, I review an Arsenal video. Yes, we are. We are indeed. What a fantastic game that was. You must have enjoyed it as we all did. Um, and, you know, we don't want to get carried away, but let's get carried away. Why not? Because, you know, we're in a semi-final of Champions League for the first time in 10 years. And looking at who we've got to play, Wolfsburg, we've got a fantastic chance to make that final again. Wouldn't that be something quite incredible? You know, last time we won it, it was it was when it was over two legs. This is a slightly rebranded competition, a one-off final in Eindhoven in June against Barcelona or Chelsea. Wow, what that is just exciting to even think about, isn't it? But we have to get we we have to get past Wolfsburg first. So let's not get too. Uh, far ahead of ourselves. But Daniel says uh, they missed goals like we did against Bayern. Yeah, I mean, there's always chances in every game, isn't there? But we don't fear them, Agenda. We don't have to fear them because we are just playing so, so well. They will be, they will fear playing us. That's that's the truth. Uh, Terry says, spot on, Richard. I said that at the start of the uh, WSL draw. Yeah, we are absolutely bang on this at the minute. And it's, I say, I'm so, so excited. And that, that game the other night was just incredible. It really, really was incredible. I, I can't remember too many first-half performances from anybody like as good as that in any team, anywhere in the world against anybody. It was just amazing. And, you know, to think that in the end we were hanging on or it felt like we were hanging on in the last 10 minutes um, to win that game after playing so well, it would have been it would have been absolute travesty, wouldn't it, if Bayern had scored and took it to extra time on one or on penalties or some stupid thing like that. So... But yeah, what a what an amazing couple of performances we put together there against a very very good team that are so strong defensively, just absolutely amazing. Um, and talking about things that are amazing, look who's here. We have got Am I here, my friend? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, couldn't help but we were green with all the stuff you in the background there, mate. Yeah, no, Wednesday was so so special. I think I I had the heads on the back of my neck were standing up with the way they. So from off, you could see. So I know, that, so I know, we, I could hear what you're talking about. But I'll give you a short summary of what I think, what I thought. If that's yes, right, please. yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> yeah, from the start, we could see. I know Kim losing Kim was a big blow. We could easily have let that affect us. But you know, the way this team has fought against adversity so many times, and you could see it. They really wanted to play. And from the moment, Bayern just didn't know what hit them. It was wave after wave. It was just like reminded of the good old Arsenal, the way he used to play almost under Arsene Wenger in many times. And maybe Mikel being there, um, Ian Wright, even Kelly Smith was there, everyone. They were just keen to put on the show and Bayern just didn't know what hit them. And ultimately, we, if you look at the course of the two legs, we were by far the better team. We could easily have won that tie. Five or six, one wouldn't have flattered us with the amount of chances. Thankfully, on this occasion, our, uh, our profligacy didn't cost us. We could easily have won that by more than we did. And, and ultimately... 
we showed why why why, um, why people should never write us off because if you remember about a month ago after the City defeat and drawing the West Ham, everyone was saying we'd struggle to win trophies. And now look where we are. And we won the Conti Cup. We're in the Champions League semi-final. We're three points off the top. There's no, it could it could turn out to be one of the best seasons I think we've ever had. And the way they're playing the, and, and the way the men's team is playing, I think they're just feeding off each other right now. And it's just fantastic for everyone to see. It is, yeah. And I think that it, there's been a lot of work going on at the club, behind the scenes, not just on the pitch, in the men's team and the women's team as well. And yeah. everything seems to be coming together really nicely. And I think you're right. I mean, obviously, we know we've won the quadruple before um, after <laughs> women have in, in the past. And that, that was that was incredible and amazing. But, you know, I think this season, if we were to win this treble, the, the Conti Cup, <laughs> the WSL and the Champions League, that would be the greatest season in our history just because of how, oh, absolutely. how much more difficult it is now to win anything. And that would be something quite extraordinary. Uh, let's not, I so say, let's not get carried away quite yet. There's a long way no. to go, and we, you know we're, we're not favourites to win either of these two trophies that we're left in. No, um, not not at all. But that doesn't mean we can't win them both or Absolutely. either of them. Um, but let, let's see um, what happens. Uh, Gave me to a friend. He said, "Are you going to England versus Brazil?" Unfortunately, not. No, a um, couple of reasons for that. One, when the tickets first went on sale, we were too late, couldn't get them. And it is a course Easter weekend next weekend, and. Uh, we're away, so we wouldn't be able to go anywhere, as it turned out. Um, Terry says, uh, welcome, Amar. Only a day late. Well, he's not a day late, is he? He's, he's, he's on the right day. He's, he's a little bit late. Half that's an hour, hour. Half an hour. Come on, you need to do more work. says, then, if, if Brian can beat them, then we should defeat them. Exactly, yeah. That's that's my feeling. Mm. They're, they're certainly equal to, to Bayern, aren't they, Wolfsburg? And we, our, it, well, we played against Bayern. We've got nothing to fear. Absolutely not. Oh, um, really Terry says, uh, is Emma early for next week's show or late for tonight's show? Well, it, it's debatable, isn't it? One or the other, I suppose, we'll have to, we'll have to say. Magenda um, says, quadruple undefeated. Yeah, no, but it's football's different now. The women's football's different now. So, you know, it, it's it's fine. Doing a treble this year, would, would I think, would almost top that, almost. Whether it would completely mm. or not, I'm not sure. It'd certainly be up there, wouldn't it? Uh, Terry says, I'm liking yeah. your confidence. How can you not be confident, Terry, with this watching this team at this moment in time? The last four or five weeks, have been incredible. Some of the performances have just, we've just gone up a level. I thought we struggled, didn't we, either side of Christmas a little bit with coming to terms with Beth and Viv being out of the team, adapting other players having to play slightly different roles in the team to compensate for that. And we did seem a little bit off our game for a little while. And I was a bit worried where the season was going to head, actually. Mm -hmm. It could have got away from us quite quickly. But credit to everybody, the coaching staff, the manager, the players, to have kind of rallied together and found a way to make it work without mm -hmm. those two players in the team and make it work. It, it almost, and I, I don't want to, this is nothing against Viv or Beth, who we love and we can't wait to see them back in the team. It's almost as though, as a team unit, we are better since they're not been in the team. And I'm not saying we don't, they shouldn't be in the team, because of course they should, but we've actually somehow managed to become a better unit without them in the team, which is incredible. And that's massive credit, obviously, to the coaching staff and the manager and the players for being able to do that. Now, before we leave the Bayern Munich game, of course, Andreas... Our resident Bayern Munich fan and Arsenal fan, of course, has <laughs> um, got some thoughts on this game, as you would expect. And it's going to be, I've not, as I said before, I've not listened to these videos until I play them now. So I don't know what he said, but I'm sure it's going to be a very interesting, as it usually is. So this is, this is Andreas's thoughts on the Bayern Munich game. It could be quite quickly. So, and now the big match. This top, top match against Bayern Munich on Tuesday at the Emirates. Uh, I can only say, what a team. I'm so proud of the team. I'm proud to be a Guna. I'm proud to be a fan of this fantastic team. 
and uh, yeah this is a real team it's the spirit is uh, one for all all for one it's fantastic I, yeah i think we had the worst preconditions you could imagine <laughs> not not to mention uh, the Beth and Biff uh, thing that we miss our two best uh, strikers but uh, also we were one nil down the weather conditions were ugly again it was raining all the time okay. and uh, yeah. yeah and then after 10 minutes we lost our captain uh, Kim had to leave the match injured and if you leave Kim Little uh, if you if you miss Kim Little this is uh, this is the engine of our uh, mm -hmm. of our machine. This is the heart and soul of our midfield and yeah. um, the moment when, when I saw that Kim has to be substituted after 10 minutes, I thought, okay, it's game over. That, that's it. We, we can't turn around things uh, because this this is the last what, what could have happened. And yeah, then uh, Lotta came in and uh, the next the next bad thing happened that uh, five minutes when uh, after she she had come in uh, she uh, got booked for for uh, I don't know was it really a foul uh, but no, even if it was a foul then it was not not a yellow card but the uh, the foul from uh, Sad Brazil uh, on Kim Little uh, we didn't even get uh, a free kick for this this was a real foul and Sad Brazil should have been booked for this. Uh, but for Lotta, I, I would say all respect and all credits to her uh, coming in such a match uh, without uh, warming up really and then uh, after five minutes being booked and, and play as a center half for, for at least 75 minutes uh, with a yellow card in mind. Uh, oh, uh, she did a very, very good match and uh, yeah, all credits to her. And, uh, and the team... Uh, it was as if if they were playing for for Kim uh, too now, and and nothing changed in the way they acted, the way um, they played the match plan. They followed everything what was uh, in the match plan, and uh, a wonderful mm -hmm. performance in the first half. And if you see this goal, uh, not only the goal itself from from uh, Frida, but the way uh, we got the ball, we uh, we regained the ball. Uh, and nearly, uh, yeah, near to the Bayern box, and then, uh, yeah, Leah uh, laid up to uh, to uh, Frida, and this was uh, what a goal, a stunner, a worldie, uh, <laughs> after yeah, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't ask me for the goal of the season. I think this one is the goal of the season. You can't do anything better <laughs> in this situation. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and we continue to play uh, so dominant. And what a what a wonderful combination for the second goal, and the cross from Katie to Stina and <laughs> couldn't be defended. Was just just perfect football. And in the following minutes, uh, the only thing that you can say is uh, why why didn't we score more goals? I mean, if it was four nil, five nil at halftime, nobody could have said anything against it. It was pure luck. For Bayern, uh, that they weren't, uh, yeah. that the, the match wasn't over at halftime, that they were still in. But uh, yeah, two very good saves from Malagros, this young goalkeeper. She was, uh, I think, she was the only Bayern player who was in her normal form. 
when Lotta hit the crossbar, unbelievable that we have had only two goals up uh, at halftime. So uh, the match was still open and Bayern was still in the match. Um, yeah, let me look at my notes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just remember the, the second half. We continued the dominant uh, performance. We created a lot more chances. I think Stina, Katie, and and of course Caitlin. Uh, how could you miss this this chance? Uh, a three nil would have sealed everything. Um, <laughs> but once again, it's not only that that there should have been a third goal, a third, a fourth, a fifth goal would have been deserved because this was just a perfect performance from the girls. And um, then. Two, three minutes before the end, another uh, bad thing happened. This injury from Katie uh, it wasn't mm. a foul. It was just an unlucky situation. <clears throat> but this season, it seems every bad luck happens to us. Uh, now uh, Katie left uh, the Emirates on on scratches, so <clears throat> we can only pray that it's nothing serious as well as for Kim. We need them both, and uh, yeah, the bad luck must have an end. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, just uh, to to say it in positive, as Amar always say, this team doesn't have to fear anything or anybody. <laughs> uh, everything is possible for this wonderful team, and it's so deserved uh, that we reach the semi-finals. And uh, yeah, let's look for for all the tasks that are coming. Uh, I will try everything to be at the Emirates for the semi-finals, no matter whether it's against uh, East or Wolfsburg. I think Wolfsburg they are playing right now when where I when I um, make this video. Uh, already 5,000 tickets uh, are sold uh, from yesterday evening to to Thursday afternoon. It's unbelievable, but the girls deserve it. What a team! I'm so proud of the team. Yeah, couldn't have summed it up there. Yeah, I mean, oh, brilliantly. I mean, you know, what can you disagree with there from Andreas? Pretty much sums up how we all felt about that game, really, what we spoke about already. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we that, that miss from Caitlin Ford, actually, I've almost not forgotten about it, but that's reminded me of it even more. That was a terrible miss, to be fair. She should have buried that. That was a big, big yeah, chance. Kill it off. But we'll let her off because she's playing so well, and we don't really mind, but. He's got to score a few more goals, I think, really. Um, Majandra says there it was a good passing, uh, pressing up front like the men said. Yeah, it was exactly that's what it was. That's what created the problem for Bayern, wasn't it? The way we pressed them so high up the pitch, it was just brilliant. Um, Terry says there, Frieda's goal was world-class, but Steiner's head was special as well. Yeah, brilliant well. goal. Shame we can't score a tap. Well, we miss, we do miss some, in, in those two games, funny enough, isn't it? We missed some really easy chances that seemed easy, and then we scored two fantastic goals, and it's just the way it goes. That's probably yeah. Redemptor says we had two poor misses. That's yeah. Goes, yeah, we, we had poor misses in both games, but we won. We got through. Who cares? I don't care how many we miss if we win and go through. It doesn't matter, does it? Um, Terry says uh, Andreas hit the nail on the head there. All for one and one for all. Spot. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Redemptor says Gio injured, Katie injured. Um, is Katrina good? Yeah, I think Katrina would probably be fit for the weekend. Pretty I would have cool, thought she on the bench. I'm sure she'd be fit to play. Um, we'll have to see. We'll see what the team is on Sunday when it comes out. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Terry says, I agree, Andreas. My only fear is the girls don't use Amar's watch when it comes to, to kick off. <laughs> as long as the referee watch. doesn't watch, or we'll be playing like for three hours, won't we? Um, anyway, 
<laughs> but no, I mean, I think I'm obviously, and, and first, obviously, we called you that before the Wolfsburg game was busy. As we know, it was Wolfsburg that went through. And I'm sure actually now there's been, I'm sure I read somewhere there was like 10,000 tickets already sold now for that semi final. Yeah, it's been over 10. We don't know the kickoff yeah. time yet. We're still waiting. I'm, I, need, I need to get that time of work, but I really would love to go to that. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's on the bank holiday Monday, isn't it? The 1st of May. I know it's a strange one, I thought, because I, that, yeah, I, I, that's going to that's gonna be, yeah, point to make it with scheduling. Even Mark Skinner was right. I don't want to go off topic here, but I mean, there's going to be two WSL games that have to be rescheduled. I think the first one's mm. on a Saturday and then it was on Monday. Last year, they played the Barcelona Wolfsburg first leg on the, on the Friday. So I just, I just find that a bit odd if I'm being honest. Yeah, it is, it is very strange, but uh, I mean, we can't really um, do much uh, about the yeah, schedule. Exactly. But, exactly. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'm also like yourself, but I, I want to wait. I need to find out when the kickoff time is before yeah, I yeah. can make final arrangements yeah, yeah. to come down, but I definitely want to be there. I'll do everything I can. And the fact it's a bank holiday Monday means that I haven't got to go to work. I'll have to see if I can maybe, yeah, depending what time the kickoff is, uh, about Tuesday and stuff like that. So it's not ideal. The Sunday would have been better, really, because with a bank holiday Monday, we're exactly. going to come down come off, it, yeah. overnight, come back on the bank holiday. Lovely, you sorted, aren't you? But yeah. they've made it on a Monday to make life a little bit more tricky. But let's see what they, when the kickoff is uh, first before we decide. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'd all want to be there for that game. It's going to be an incredible, an incredible night or day, whatever, whenever they play it. And really, really looking forward to that. And yeah, we've got to be confident. We have to be because how well are we playing at the minute? It's just amazing. Yeah, Some of the football is just, yeah. just so good to watch. And we're looking forward to every single game now. And who knows, we've got momentum with us. And momentum is a very, very powerful thing in football, isn't it? So let's see where it can take us. Now, um, someone else who generally comes on the show when he can, but he's, he's been busy, obviously, the last few weeks, as we know. Um, Matt, who's, he's been out and about, though, and he? he's been getting to games, he's been doing some vlogs for us, all this kind of stuff. And he hasn't had a video tonight. He's kind of covered everything in one video because, you know, he's probably run out of time to do separate videos like Andreas has done. But we're going to hear from Matt, his thoughts on everything that's happened. Um, and it's going to be very good, I'm sure. Hi, guys. Sorry I can't be on stream tonight. Unfortunately, oh, let's put some of this. No, there we go. About that. There we go. Uh, yeah, so I'm not able to make it, mainly due to the fact that I'm working. So just to go over everything, a game against Tottenham, 5-1 in the end, fantastic result. Congratulations to the team. Well deserved. Tottenham didn't really offer anything. And as a result, we won the game 5 1. And that was a good warm up for Bayern, which ended 2 0. Uh, <laughs> funny enough, I ended up doing a prediction um, for a rate of 5 Live earlier on in the day. They asked me for a result, and I did say I'd be happy with a 2 0. And. That's what happened, and I'm I'm happy with that. We we go again. It looks like Katie's now going to be available to play, so that's going to be good news, and I'm looking forward. To, uh, hopefully, yeah. but if I'm honest, I think she's going to be on the bench for this game against uh, City at the weekend. Kim Little, we don't know about, but we imagine that she's not going to be playing. Hopefully, it isn't those three dreaded words again, because that. We were so so close missing her that first time around. We don't want to miss her again, especially in the running now that we're going to have, especially against Wolfsburg, City. We've still got Chelsea and United to play as well, so we need to make sure everyone's available as soon as possible. Um, 
Yeah, and now we're on to City. So this one, how important is this one? It this one could almost settle where we gonna where we're gonna end finish the season. Are we gonna finish into that top three? Are we just gonna miss out? Are we? Is the title race um, gonna be still in the balance by the end of this weekend? I'm not too sure, but for now, looking forward to it. Um, if I had to give a prediction, I'd probably say one all uh, at the moment. I couldn't really call it. Both teams going into it with really good form. So that's all from me for now. See you later. Bye. Wow. Oh, brilliant from Matt. So, um, I mean, Matt, have you not been watching us play? 1-1 against Man City. Come on, Matt. Have you not watched us the last few weeks? <laughs> City's a pieces. But no, to be fair... It's a tricky time to be playing Man City after the, the, the big high of, of Wednesday night to come back down. We've got some injuries, as we said, and to play against a team that are in good form, beat Chelsea last week, not going to be easy. We know that, but um, we have to try and get a result. I mean, 1-1 wouldn't necessarily be a disaster, but I think it's a game we, we need to win. Um, and as Matt has kind of led us down that little path, let's have a look at some of these games. <laughs> And as Matt rightly said, it is a game that could well be uh, go a long way to deciding where we finish and where Man City might finish in the table. I think if we lose, then that's it. We, we, we're out of the title race. That's the title done. And it's going to be a struggle to get in the top three. If, if it's a draw, then nothing really changes too much. Um, but it's two points that we need. And if we win, we're right back in the title mix, aren't we? So it's a massive, massive game. And it's going to be... So exciting to come on the back of this game. And, and the fact that it's at Meadow Park, I think, is a bonus because we have got such a strong record at Meadow Park. We haven't lost a, a, in fact, we haven't lost a WSL game at Meadow Park since two years ago when Man City last la beat. Yeah, that's there. right. So, I was thinking that as well, yeah. Yeah. Then the, right. the last time, that was, that was, what, February 2021, wasn't it? So yeah, it's been the a only long, other long team time. We lost the game, which was against United. That's right. Yeah, we've, we've lost a couple of cup games at Meadow Park. It's Chelsea and the FA Cup for Man United. Yeah, that's right. that's right. And I think that's the only two games that we've lost at Meadow Park in that whole time. And no, none in the WSL. So we we are very, very strong in that stadium in the league, certainly. And um, we've, we've got a, a fairly decent record against Man City at home, apart from that one defeat. They don't often win at our ground. We, we, they beat us at their ground quite often, as we've seen. But, I mean, yeah. it's, it's such a big game, isn't it? And it's it's... Huge. It's a shame in a way it's come when it has because you can't really enjoy a Wednesday night as much as we might have done because this game is so important yeah. and the girls have got to focus straight away on this game and we've got these injuries and it is it is a little bit of a concern, isn't it, that we're missing potentially Kim Little, almost certainly, potentially Katie McCabe as well with the other injuries that we've got. No Gio, of course, as well, who's out injured at the minute. So suddenly the squad's looking a little bit more thin on the ground, isn't it? I'm not saying we've got a weak team because we haven't, but the squad depth now is going to be stretched on Sunday, isn't it? Is that a worry for you, Amar? Yeah, it is a little bit of a worry, but yeah, I did just read, I was looking at it again, I said he's hopeful that Katie will start on Saturday, but um, Kim is much more doubtful. But yeah, we've shown that, as I said, I know it will be tough and Manchester City come into this game in great form, but as we know, they've only since, since 2016... They've only managed to win one out of, I think it's the last five there, and they haven't scored that many goals in the process. They're in great form, but 
as I said, I think a lot was going to depend on Sunday's game on how we did against Bayern. But we were riding the crest of a wave right now. And yeah, okay, it'll be. Uh, I know it's it's a shame we we've with all the injuries that always seems to be affecting us. It doesn't seem to happen to. I mean, it happened to City last season. It doesn't seem to happen to like Chelsea or United. But yeah, it's a bit worrying that the squad depth is uh, is running a bit thin, and uh, a lot of emotion would have come out of Wednesday's win. Uh, but I think that they're they're more than capable of beating anyone on their day in. I think they'll take it to City, and uh, well, if I had to make a score prediction, it's a tough one. But I think we can beat them, and I think we can beat them for uh, some around three-one or something like that. So let's let's wait and see. Well, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Um, Terry says Matt's working too much. Three-one to us, come back one. We got another three-one. Now Matt is working too much on a Friday. We don't mind if he works during the other days, all right. But on a Friday, mm-hmm. he needs to get himself back on the show. Uh, Rajan has gone three-one as well. So there we go. Three-one is the score for Sunday. So you go. Get yourself on a free one for Arsenal on Sunday then, because everyone seems to pick that. Um, Wayne's in the chat there and he says, um, I went on Wednesday, brilliant win. Come on, you guys. Yeah, I mean, brilliant no, win. I think that's slightly understating it, Wayne. A brilliant win. It was amazing, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It was uh, it was one of the best wins ever. Um, but no, it was a fantastic night. And it, you, must have, uh, you must have had a great time. I'm sure it was brilliant to be there, even though the weather was crap, as we said. Uh, Terry said, <laughs> Liam, I'm have a have the bunny in that in the oven instead of Hutch this time. Well, I, I've got a feeling that Leah may well be playing in midfield because without Kim and Lotta will probably step in alongside um, Haffer at the back, which isn't too bad. We don't mind that because no, Lotta's not let down, is she? So we're not we're not too worried about her playing. Um, and we kept Bunny fairly quiet in the game away, didn't we? I know we lost the game in the end, but she didn't score, did she? We had some terrible defending in that first half, as we know. But um, yeah, Bunny's going to be a threat. She's got a lot of goals. As, as we know, she's a top scorer at WSL. But um, I think that, again, we don't need to fear them, do we? They've got some good players. Of course, they have Lauren Hemp's a fantastic player. Chloe Kelly, a fantastic player. You know, we, we know the quality that they've got. Yeah, absolutely. But look how well we're playing. You know, look how well we're playing. They're coming to our place and they are going to be, again, as we said before, they're going to be worried. They are going to be worried about having to play us because look how well we're playing. And... You know, they beat Chelsea, which was great for us last week. And now we beat them. And that's the perfect set of two weekend results in the WSL, isn't it? <laughs> that we could hope for. So let's, let's go out and do it. We Let's go out and do it. We have to. Um, Redenda says, there, will Katie be left back? Well, she will if she's fit. But if she's not fit, yeah. then she'll be injured. Yeah, I think what happens is if Katie's injured, then I think Noam Ritz will play left back. Laura will come in at right back again. And I think yeah. that'll be, be Lotta. And um, and Haffer at the back, Leah will be in midfield taking Kim's role um, with uh, Leah Walty and uh, and Frieda Marnham in the front three. I think it'll be the same. Victoria, Steena and uh, and Caitlin. That'll be it. That'll be the team. It's a great team. Isn't it? Yes, we won't have as many options on the bench. You know, we, we'll have Katrina Cork and come on. Lena yeah. Hertzig maybe. I know she's, she's carrying an injury. She needs an operation. Gen BT as well. Should we need Gen BT? Yeah. Yeah, stick Jen Beatty up front for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> That'll be good. Gets their old team. But um, but no, I mean, it's, it is going to be a really, really important game. We know that. And I think if we win, I've got to be honest, I think this game almost does define the rest of the season for us. Probably. In, certainly in the league. If we beat Man City, then I think we can go on and win the league. Honestly, I really do. That'd be the platform for us to go on and potentially win it. If we don't beat Man City, then I think we are battling for a top three place and that's it. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just we want to be battling for the league, don't we? So, such a massive game on Sunday. But I, I'm kind of with you guys. I'm confident. I, I, you know, a bit more confident than Matt. Unfortunately, was going. With, but that's last season. He kept saying we'd lose if we won every week. So <laughs> um, 
I'm a bit more confident than, than Matt. I do think we will win. I think it's going to be extremely tight and difficult game. But I think the way we're playing at the minute, the momentum we've got, I think that will get us over the line in this game, especially at Meadow Park, where we're very, very hard to beat. And I think we'll win maybe 2-1. I think it'll be a tight game. Bunny yeah. Shaw might well get a goal, but I think we'll have too much for him. And I do think we'll end up winning the game 2-1 and we'll be happy days going into the international break in really, really good form. Um, mm. Terry says, Maritza has been a star lately. I've got faith in all that. Goal. No, she has. She stepped in. She's played left back out of position first. She's played right back, done well. She's a steady player, isn't she? You know, we've got players like Noel Maritz and uh, Lotta Wubamoy who don't start as many games these days. They've maybe dropped it down the pecking order a little bit. But when they play, we can rely on them 100% not to let us down. Really? And that's what you need. You need players like that on your bench that can come on, come in and do a job and you know they're going to be good. And they're not going to, um, you know, you're not dropping down your levels too much, are you? In fact, you're not really dropping down at all. You don't even know. I say, Kim went off the other night. Leah Williamson moved into midfield. Lot of come on and we didn't really miss Kim at all, did we? We, did not, we almost didn't notice she wasn't playing. That's how well everybody stepped up and played. And that's what you want to see. Um, Terry says Bunny will be in an Easter egg mode. Well, maybe she will. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Bunny's like, like the Easter Bunny. So, uh, well, know, I don't know. Oh, be oh, but anyway, but let's let's that. hope that um, she's not celebrating Easter. She's been eating our defense, obviously. Let's hope eat our defense, yeah. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll take care of Bunny. Not a problem at all. Well, we'll we'll see, sort yeah. her out. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. I say it's going to be more about. It's not. Us, it's not about whether we can stop Bunny. It's about whether they can stop us. That's going to be yeah, the, the question. And we beat them at Meadow Park in the semi-final of the Conti Cup, as we know. They had a strong team out that night, their strongest team, pretty much, and we beat them. And yes, it went to extra time, but we should have beat them in ninety minutes. We know that we had the chances again. We we couldn't take them, and it took to extra time, but. Um, we don't get the luxury of extra time on Sunday, but we won't need it. I think we'll win um, anyway, and we'll show them that, you know, Man City Man City think they're a bigger club than what they are, don't they? Let's be honest. In the men's team and yeah. the women's team. And, you know, they haven't won too much in the women's game, have they? And, you know, they think they're better than what they are because they've got a bit of money, they've got a nice little stadium or whatever. But we're going to put them in their place on Sunday. Don't you worry about that. Let's hope so. Let's um, hope so. Yeah. Um, Terry so. said... Uh, uh, sorry, I couldn't help myself with that. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good kind of comment, isn't it? Bunny at Easter, you know what I mean? It, it's pretty good. Uh, uh, but anyway, anyway, sure anyway. Are anyway. uh, sure you sure about that? that? You see, Emma's got, got the bug <laughs> as well now. Everyone's starting. Um, so, um, but yeah, so that is that is a Man City game. And of course, um, we can't have a Man City game without hearing Andreas's thoughts on the Man City game because he has sent us a lovely video. So let's hear what Andreas makes of Sunday's game that he'll be going to actually as well, which is good. So, I think I talked too much, <laughs> uh, but a few words to the City match on Sunday. I'll be at Meadow Park and I'm looking forward to another uh, great performance from our girls and I hope uh, that I can extend my Meadow Park record because uh, I think this is the seventh or eighth match I'll be at Meadow Park and so far it's uh, all matches have been won, so why not on Sunday? Uh, yeah, it's so important for the league. Uh, I'm still uh, the opinion that uh, we won't win the title. This will be between Chelsea and Man United. But the City is our rival for the third uh, Champions League spot. And if everything goes as it should, uh, then we have a chance for the second. But uh, one match after the other, 
It's only four days after this uh, extremely uh, tough match against Bayern and uh, I hope we have still 11 players left. Uh, I'm sure that Tim and Katie can't play, so rotation is not possible. It's not possible to rest players even if they really need a rest because uh, the City match is too important. So I think we'll see uh, Laura, Lotta, Rafa and Noel in defense, then uh, Wally, Leah and Frida in midfield, and probably Victoria, Stina and Caitlin in the attacking line. And we only have Catherine Kuhl and Jan Beatty, uh, who could come in as subs. So, yeah. It will be really tough, and we saw uh, in Conti Cup uh, semi-final how difficult it is to beat uh, City. But uh, to be optimistic, I say after a hard-fought uh, match, uh, we will win 2-1. That's my prediction for Sunday. Let's hope it. In terms of the scoreline as well, but... Um, you picked the same team I did as well. There you go. So me and Andreas should manage the team, maybe. No way. Yeah, let's see. That's a free one. Right. Yeah, right. Um, was it? Was I'm sure I wasn't the only one there when Andreas started saying about his record at games at Meadow Park. Was saying, "Don't say it. Don't say it. You're going to jinx it. Don't say it." And he said it. <laughs> yeah, he's been to the more, hasn't he? Yeah, I've been. I've been to at least two of this season, three of the Emirates, but it's been good. Yeah. But you no, see it's, what it's, he's been... Yeah. Go on, try it. No, it is good, and it, it, you know Andreas has, has certainly put some miles in, hasn't he, this season to come over to London and get to these oh, games. Brilliant, brilliant effort from Andreas, and he, he deserves to see us win on Sunday. He, you know, he, he, you know, he said that we've won, we've won the seven or eight games he's been to Meadow Park, and he deserves that because he's put in the effort in to come over and watch the games. And it's, it's just a reward, isn't it? Um, yeah. Brilliant. So yeah, let's let's um, let's hope he can, he continues that record, even though he shouldn't have said it really because it's always a worry. I mentioned. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't live on the show, and he mentioned it, so we may get away with it. Let's hope so. Um, Terry says, uh, "Who is that Japanese girl from Man City? What a player she is!" Um, and the same birthday as me, the 29th. That's a goal. That's a goal. Yeah, she is a good player, right? She's a very that good game, player. That game at, that when we played him away, she was. I thought she was player of the match. I don't think she got player of the match, but oh, she was brilliant that game. Absolutely ran that midfield. Um, and that was, of course, a midfielder that had Kim Little in it for Arsenal. So um, th that's a worry. But, yeah, she is a very good player. There's no doubt about that. Hasegawa. And she's going to be a danger, of course. Um, but they've got a lot of dangerous players, haven't they? We said Lauren Hem, Chloe Kelly, Buddy Shaw, all these Angle great Dahl, players. Angle Dahl, yeah. Angle Dahl, yeah. Angle Dahl, yeah. They've got a lot of good players. Angle, Man City. Coombs, Laura Coombs as well, yeah. I mean, they, they almost, Man City almost, to me, they, they've underachieved with the team that they've got, the player that they've had. In recent yeah, years, they should have won a lot more trophies. You know, they should have done. Have and they have maybe underachieved a little bit. Well, let's make sure we need to make sure they underachieve again this season. Yeah, yeah. Them and that puts them out. Of the, well, it doesn't put them out of the title race. I kind of disagree with Andreas a little bit though when he said that we probably aren't going to win the league anyway. I think we're, yeah, if we beat Man City, yeah. we're level on points then with a game in hand, and we'll be level on points with Man United having played the same games. Well, no, because Manchester United play bright. Because Manchester United play Brighton early tomorrow, they they, they could have to extend their lead. That's why, yeah. Yeah, but we will. Oh, yeah, we'll have a game in hand. Won't we? We'll be three we'll have two games in hand. Two game, two games in hand on United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and we've got to play them as well. So we've you know, play them away. Yeah, we've got a tough run in. But yeah, I'm quite with you there as well, Richard. I think 
it, I think it's a win. I do kind of agree. A draw is not the worst result, but if we do, if we do, uh, don't, if we do end up losing that game, I know our record is good, but we do. Don't, if Man City do go come away with the win, it's going to be probably our race over, and then, and then maybe we can think start maybe trying to focus on trying to get a Champions League spot. But uh, anything's possible. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be probably most exciting title race that, will, um, that, that there's ever been in the WSL, probably even more than last season and previous seasons. And anyone's capable of we've seen of taking points of each other. So. Um, yeah, I mean, bring it on. But I, I wouldn't necessarily say we're out of the just yet. No, no. Oh, I, I definitely don't think we are. I, I mean, I thought last week's result when Man City beat Chelsea, obviously having we'd beaten Spurs, that really opened it up, didn't it? Put us That's right back in there again. Massive. Yeah. And I mean, it could also be, I mean, um, going into the last few weeks of the season, it, there could still be all four teams in with a big chance of winning it still. Yeah. And it's gonna be it is gonna be exciting. Like like you said, it's gonna be probably the best ever title race. And one of these four great teams is gonna miss out on the Champions League. Well not necessarily, because Chelsea might come fourth and win the Champions League and get back in it that way. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But they're so lucky they'll probably they probably will do that, won't they? Because they're just well, the luckiest team ever, aren't they? Without a doubt. Um Terry says, plus Chelsea have Villa twice. Have they got to play Villa twice, have they? I know they're playing no, every week. Played Villa. They beat them three. Oh, Villa FA Cup, FA Cup semi-final. Yeah, Cup semi-final. Oh, yeah, of course, in the FA Cup. Yeah, not in the league. They're, yeah, they've got to play them in the league on Saturday, haven't they? Um, That's, or is it Sunday? Uh, Sunday, yeah. It's strange Sunday, timing after what happened last night. Very strange, I find that. Yeah, yeah. I find that very yeah. strange. Yeah, but anyway. They, they went through last night. That was a crazy game, by the way, but yeah. It was crazy. They're so lucky, aren't they, Chelsea? But anyway... Well, um, Leon they, it was the game against Aston Villa last season when Chelsea got a goal in injury time from Sam Kerr. That, that was the one which won the title league. for them ultimately. That yeah, was the one, wasn't it? So Villa need revenge for that, don't they? You know, and, and I'm sure Jordan will want to bang a goal in against them. Rachel uh, Daly's nice. in good form. Yeah, I think they're dead, yeah. And we have yeah. to play them, I think it's on the last day of the season. So they still have a, they could have a massive say in this title race. Yeah, they could, yeah. But we always beat them about 5 6 nil. I'm sorry. But no, I mean, it, that's a big game for Chelsea this weekend. We've got a big game as well. And obviously, uh, Man City are playing us. So it's, it's a tough all round, isn't it? It's just Man United have got the easy game this weekend out of everybody. But they might slip up. Who knows? It has happened before. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, bless you. Uh, it's before, so let's. Let's see what happens. But yeah, it's such an exciting weekend to look forward to following on from a few great, exciting weekends that we've had. And it's a great time of the season, isn't it? We've got the women's team playing so well in the Champions League semi-final, battling for the league title. We've got the men top of the league and going well. It's such a great time, isn't it, to be an Arsenal fan at the minute. We are so so lucky, really. Terry says, uh, Chelsea will be very lucky to win Champions League (laughs) as it's Arsenal versus Barca final. Well, potentially it might well be, but let's see. We've got to do our job first. I'll, I'll be surprised if Chelsea beat Barca over two legs, but you never know. Stranger things have happened, and Barca aren't as strong as they were. I don't. I don't think they're quite the team they were. So, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. As long as we get there, I don't really care who gets there <laughs> as well. What else to oh, if we get there, we'll be all going to Eindhoven. Let me assure you. <laughs> yeah, I think we will definitely be going to Eindhoven. That's, that's definitely guaranteed. That is going to be great. Um, but yeah, we we we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, but uh, let's. We, we can put the Champions League to one side for a couple of weeks till we have to prepare for the Wolfsburg game. We've got an extremely big um, league game to come before that, of course, on, on Sunday. We have to win. We all seem fairly confident. Even Andreas, despite thinking we can't win the league, we're still confident we win the game just so. Yeah. We'll, take, we'll take that. We'll take a victory and go into the international break in... Uh, 
very, very confident mood. Now, of course, um, it is international break coming up um, after this weekend's games. And, of course, it is a very big game, actually, isn't it? England against Brazil. So we'll have a little quick uh, look at that before we finish. Bro. The Firelissimo, whatever it's called, is going to be good, isn't it? The European champions against the uh, Copa America winners from last summer. England against Brazil, of course. England still unbeaten under Serena. The Lionesses going to be a big test, obviously. Uh, a sold-out Wembley. What a great occasion that is. You think yeah, women's football, the, the, the crowds have just been astonishing this season, let's be honest. Yeah, and another mm. another big crowd at Wembley for this game against Brazil on a, the 6th of uh, April, which is... Um, yeah. Which is Friday, isn't it? Next Friday, the no, Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a great game, isn't it? Now, what did you make of the England squad then, Amar? Because um, one or two emissions from the team, one or two surprise players called up, perhaps you could say. I mean, what did you make of the squad? Yeah, you disappointed. Yeah, I just looked... yeah. In fact, if we just received good news, actually, I don't know if you saw earlier, but Millie Bright's pulled out, so that means a lot has been called back in. Oh, actually, oh, I mean, I've been called of Millie Bright's pulled out of the squad. She didn't play last night. She thought a lot has come back in. But I thought the one surprise was that Beth England, despite the form she's been, I think she's a bit unlucky to be left out. She always had that extra bit of quality. But it's good to actually see that pretty much the same squad that's been so good for us since Serena took over do well. Um, retained because, yeah, I mean, on the day they capable of beating any, anybody. But I think the most intriguing aspect of it is that. Yeah, they've, they've gone with they've added uh, the Brighton forward Katie Robinson in there as well. The, the, the forwards look as strong as ever, one or two omissions, but uh, yeah, I mean, the intriguing aspect is that our two center well, our two defenders are going to be going up against each other, which I'm excited about. And uh, yeah, to have that in front of a sellout crowd and uh, um, is, is great. I, mean, I read the stat earlier saying after the what was it after the last weekend's games, over half a million have turned out to watch WSL games this season with another sellout expected at Wembley following on from last year's. Incredible um, gate at the women at the women's Euros final. I think it's just it's just going it's just the spotlight of women's football. It's just it's, it's I wouldn't say it's from, from surpassing men. I wouldn't say it's probably there with surpassing the men's game. Yeah, but I tell you, it's giving a good run for, for its money, and it's fantastic to see. And uh, yeah, it should be. And let's hope the same. We get a similar crowd for the game against Australia a few days after that as well. And uh, yeah, I can't. I'm looking for really looking forward to seeing more how they get on. Yeah, I mean, watching the Lionesses has been uh, has been brilliant under Serena, hasn't it? The football that they play, um, the, the the attitude that they have in the games is just is just brilliant. I do feel as as much as I'm kind of pleased Millie Bright's injured from a Chelsea perspective. Yeah. Because the two games that she's missed, they've let in four goals and lost them both. So that kind of uh, Chelsea will drop more points about Millie Bright in the team. But from an England perspective, it's yeah. bad news because she's such an important player in defence forward in the team, isn't she? Yeah. Not having her fit is is a big blow, and that could prove to be. Is that going to be the thing that swings it? And, and Serena gets her first defeat, maybe. Um, not having yeah. her rock at the back, it's, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. But Alex Greenwood can come in alongside Leah. I'm sure that won't Absolutely. necessarily be a problem. Alex Greenwood's a great player as well, um, so I'm sure we'll still be. It'll be a great game. There's no doubt about that. Two great games, of course. Australia as well, the host to the World Cup next summer. So. Two big games, two difficult games, but Serena doesn't doesn't do things easy, does she? she? She's had a long unbeaten run, but she doesn't pick easy friendlies to, to play, does she? To you know, to keep getting wins. You know, we've she's played Germany, Spain in friendlies, Canada. Um, you know, now we're playing Brazil, we've played America. 
all the top teams we've played and beaten. So let's be confident that we can go and beat uh, and beat Brazil as well. Why not? And Absolutely. it's going to be a great game that's still at Wembley. It's going to be a great game. Uh, and I'm sure everyone that's there will will love the uh, love the game and the atmosphere. Terry says, uh, "Go on a lot of wood and why well deserved spot." Yeah, I, I only just found out that when I said it. Actually, I I, I thought I was going to thought that Mee Bright clearly wasn't going to be fit. She hasn't been fit for yeah. Chelsea for a couple of weeks, and you know she didn't look particularly fit last night when she was standing watching on the side in the cold and the wet. But um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so she's yeah great for a lot. I fully deserved. I agree. She shouldn't have been left out in the first place. But anyway. She's got him by the back door slightly. Will she get to play? She doesn't get many minutes for England, does she? Let's be honest. But um, but it's good to see her in the squad and um, good confidence boost for her going into the game at the weekend as well, isn't it? Because she's been playing well and she deserves that place. And hopefully she'll take advantage of it and get some minutes maybe. And who knows? There's a there's a spot at centre-back to be had now, isn't there, with Millie out? So who knows? Alex Green will be yeah. favourite for there. But, but who knows? Sometimes you, you, it's good to play defensive players that play together at their club level because they know each other's game. So maybe Lotta and Leah Williamson could be good. Who knows? But she does like a right footer and a left footer together because it gives better balance. I think Alex Greenwood will probably come in there and do that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we will see. Um, Andreas has got his thoughts on the Lionesses as well because he sent us a video. So let's play it and let's see what Andreas thinks of the uh, Bilissimo. Yeah, and last not least, a few thoughts to the uh, Lionesses squad for the upcoming um, finalissima against Brazil and the friendly against <coughs> Australia. Yeah, it's only one Arsenal player in the Lionesses squad, the captain. Uh, I was very sad and disappointed that Lotta was not called for the squad. And uh, if you see her performance on Tuesday against Bayern, I think she really deserves it. Um, she has the, the international experience. Of course, Serena a weak man will say Lotta didn't play too many minutes and um, it's normally Leah and uh, Rafa in uh, center halves but uh, Lotta played minutes she came in in the league she played against the Spurs I think she played 90 minutes uh, then now the Bayern match and um, yeah if you compare it to others like uh, Maya Letizier or uh, Lucy Parker or Esme Morgan I think uh, the international experience uh, speaks for Lotta, and uh, I'm, uh, I can't understand why she was not called. Um, yeah. Also, uh, I miss Beth England and uh, Nikita Paris in the squad. Um, yeah, Beth England uh, is scoring a lot of goals for Spurs. <laughs> Nearly every goal uh, that Spurs are scoring is from Beth England. So why not giving her a chance? But um, I think. There could be some uh, yeah, behavior issues. That uh, what I read that uh, she didn't behave uh, well at, in the Euros when she was uh, not not starting. Let's see. Uh, Hannah Hampton is back. Uh, yeah, I think this is this is something like uh, her last chance. Uh, Serena Wigman said uh, Hannah Hampton has to solve some personal issues. So let's hope she has solved them because she's a great yeah. goalkeeper, a, a fantastic talent. She's only 22 years young and uh, if you see what she's playing for Villa, I think she deserves to be in the Linus squad and I hope uh, she will she will grab this last chance. And uh, then uh, Serena said about uh, a possible comeback from Beth Mead uh, that uh, she would need a miracle to be in uh, in the World Cup squad. So I think 
uh, this takes a lot of pressure from Beth. Uh, now everybody knows it, it won't happen. It won't. Normally, it will not be possible that she's uh, playing the World Cup, that she's in the squad. If her rehab uh, continues to be extremely good, then I'm sure Serena Wigman would be the first to say, "Oh, Beth, come back to the squad. I need you." But uh, this was, uh, mm. yeah, a clear statement, and uh, I think it was to take the pressure from Beth. Let's hope the best, and if everything is normal, then we'll see Mido back uh, for the new season. No pressure, mm, no pressure for Beth, no pressure for Viv, and uh, for the Linus's squad, uh, as I always said, uh, I trust in Serena. Uh, if if uh, we don't trust in Serena Wigman, <laughs> what 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 else <laughs> could she do? She won the Euros, uh, and and everything she did um, so far appeared to be right. So I trust her. And uh, I'm looking forward to the matches against Brazil and Australia. Okay, that's it from me. See you at Meadow Park. And, uh, of course, come on, you're gonna see you next week in the show. Yeah. Nice. Brilliant, uh, brilliant, Francois, as always. Great. Yeah, um, great. yeah, I mean, uh, the, the it was interesting, in a way, what Serena said about Beth B. To be honest with you, I don't think she'll be, even if um, she's almost like, if she's got herself fit, by the World Cup. She won't have played any competitive football. No. You can't play a player that's not played competitive football for eight months for the World Cup. You, you just can't do it. And as much as Beth, I know Beth's been having that goal to get herself fit to play in a World Cup. And of course, everybody wants to play in a World Cup. And, you know, she wants to make up for that disappointment in the last one in the semi final defeat and all that kind of stuff. But I can't realistically see, unless Beth can play in our last two or three games of the season at least, no. I can't see how she can even be considered for the squad. And it makes sense to, 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 for Serena to say it. I don't know why she's saying it now particularly. It doesn't matter, does it? Everybody knows that unless you you play some competitive football yeah. before the end of the season, you're not going to be... You can't be pitching the squad. So it's, it's, a, it's the right decision, but it just, I, I didn't know why she needed to say it now because there, you know, there's um, still, what, you know, two months of the season left to play. So I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, let's let's... I think everyone has to accept, and everyone's probably started to accept anyway, that Beth isn't going to play. She may not even be fit for the start of the season, to be honest. Let, let, let's get that real. Or, or Viv definitely won't. So, you know, but it is, I agree. We've got to trust Serena because, as Andrea said there, everything she's done has been right. She hasn't lost a game. <laughs> so, you know, coming up in any, what's it, a year and a half, more than that, isn't it, since she's got over. So, yeah, October 21. Yeah, and to put, in, yeah, to put into perspective as well, they take up to a year to fully recover from, and there's no point risking that. Just to put into perspective, Alexia Pateas has only just started to return to running for Barcelona, so there's absolutely no point in risking that. And if she did, how many times have we seen in the past? Like, most of the, the, the example that comes to mind a lot is Danielle Carter, she suffered another one after recovering from one as well. So, I mean, there's no point, absolutely no point in risking that, and uh, if only it could make the injury worse. So, I mean. Just let her get better and then bring her in when she's had all the competitive minutes under her belt. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, you know, you've got to look how long Chloe Kelly was out for as well, you know. Very good point. Yeah, Chloe Kelly, Jordan Nobbs as well, we've had as well. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Nobbs. Yeah, you know, we've seen it so many times. It's almost like now, it's happened so many times in the women's game that you almost know how long they're going to be out for because you've got so many other examples to, to feed off from the past that we've seen. In recent times, how long it's taken um, ACL injuries to, to to be fit and play? Even in even in the men's game, they take they take a year to play, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Not, 
not far off a year. So it would it was I think it was unrealistic for anyone to have expected to see Beth Mead playing yeah. again this season yeah. or playing in the World Cup. Unrealistic. And we it doesn't matter, does it? The most important thing is I'm getting fit. And I don't care if it takes her a year and she comes back and she's and she's playing fantastic football. I don't care how long it takes her. Give her the time that she needs. Let's not rush her back. No. Um, as, as, you, as you rightly say, Emma, risking her getting another injury because she's not 100% ready to come back. Let's take, let her take her time. You know, yes, we miss her and we want to see her playing again. Of course we do. But we don't want to see her suffering injuries again because she was rushed back. So, so no, no, for the, no to the World Cup. And it'll be a shame for her. And I'm sure she'll be really upset that she can't play in the World Cup. Of course she will. Um, but her health and her fitness in the long term is much more important than one than rushing her back for a tournament. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to have her play. And of course it would. But I would rather see her back fit properly and playing for Arsenal next season and not risk her getting getting an injury again, definitely. So um, we'll have to see. Terry says, yeah, why haven't Spurs played competitive football ever? <laughs> Men's and women's. <laughs> well, they haven't really have played, let's be honest. But anyway, Harry Kane gets away with it, doesn't he? He doesn't play any competitive football. He still plays for England. Uh, Terry says, we want Mido for years, not just one World Cup. Exactly, yeah. Mido, Mido's for, not for just for Christmas. She's forever. So not just for World Cup. <laughs> we don't want her. She's not going to be fit. She, let's be honest. She's not going to be fit. No chance. We knew it. We knew it. Yeah. So I, I, what would be a great idea, actually? She's not going to play in the World Cup. So let her instead come on the channel with us and watch the games with us on the channel. And enjoy <laughs> the what better oh, way yeah. to just spend the World Cup? Get her raging on there. Get her raging on She'll probably go to Australia and sit in the sun and we'll support the team over there, probably. Well, whatever Viv does as well. Whatever Viv does as well, of course, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll both go to the World Cup, even if they're not playing. I'm sure they'll go and support the, the, the girls and stuff like that. So, um, But, yeah, I, I, it is a shame that she's not going to make it, but I kind of I kind of felt that when the injury happened. You know, it was November, whenever it was, wasn't it? October, no, November it was, wasn't it? So, November, you know, to, Expect her to be fit for a World Cup in July, having had an ACL injury. Wasn't going to happen, let's be honest. Um, but no, I mean, I'm looking forward to the England games. I think they're going to be good. The, the, the yeah. Brazil game in particular is going to be some, it's going to be a special occasion, isn't it? And the way Serena's going with trophies, who wouldn't bet against us lifting, or Leah Williams and lifting another trophy for England? It seems <laughs> like a regular occurrence at the minute. So let's hope, let's hope, it's going to be a tough game. We know that. And we are going to miss Millie Bright as much as we don't want to, we don't want to admit it because. She's going to miss games for Chelsea, but yeah, it's a shame that she's not going to be fit um, because Millie is such an important player for the Lionesses. Um, Terry says, if Mido comes on the show, I bet Amar uh, won't be late <laughs> and Matt won't be working. <laughs> no, I think you're right, Terry. I think you're definitely right. I think we'll have. I think if Beth Mead was come on the show, I think we'll have a queue of people to come on as well. Um, and why not? But um, I don't think that will happen somehow. As good as it would be, I'm not quite sure if we can afford. Uh, if we can afford our fee to get her on, because you know these these women's footballers these days, you know they're they're not uh, they're not like they used to be. They're celebrities now, aren't they? You know what I mean? Oh, they're they're celebrities, very much. Yeah, yeah. So you know they're not going to do it for free, are they? We wouldn't expect them to. So you know we all chip in a few quid each. Who knows? If all the subscribers chip in a couple of quid, we might be able to afford to get her on um, and see. But it would be it would be great, wouldn't it? Because Beth Mead, to be fair, Beth Mead would probably come on for nothing, and she'd love it because she's so down. <laughs> she is. It's just to be honest. Um, but anyway, um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, the most important thing is getting her fit um, for the long term, as Terry said. It's for not not just for the World Cup. We've got to look beyond that for uh, for ourselves as well. Not just for, yeah, we've been a little bit selfish from an Arsenal perspective. We want her uh, playing for Arsenal. I would much rather she plays for Arsenal the whole of next season than plays at the World Cup and gets injured because she's not quite ready. 
uh, that as much as I want her to play in the World Cup, she's, it's just not possible. So, um, but yeah, let, let's um, let her get better, let her get fit, and and Viv as well. And we look forward to seeing her. But yeah, this is going to be a couple of good games, exciting prospect again um, to see England playing against the best teams. And we've got you know, Serena's beating them all. She's beating all the top teams in the world, hasn't she? Let's be honest. And there's another one on the list to beat now, Brazil. And let's hope we can. Last time England played Brazil, I went to that game. It was at, um, at Middlesbrough, and Brazil won two one. Uh, but that was that was in Phil Neville's days, so you know it's a much better England team now. And uh, I think we Tony Taylor played actually in that game, um, and Beth England scored England's goal actually. So there you go. So but anyway, she won't be playing at, at this time. Uh, but no, I agree with Andreas about um, Hannah Hansen as well. I think she's a great goalkeeper. She seems yeah. like a really nice girl as well. We we met her at Meadow Park last season. Um, she was happy to chat to the fans. She seemed lovely. She's a great goalkeeper, and it's good to have her back in the squad. And let's hope it can be the springboard for her. And of course, mm. Andreas didn't know at the time, did he, that Lotta has been called up now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and you're right. We're all right. She deserves it. And good, good luck to Lotta for those games. Hope she gets some minutes on the pitch and she does well. <laughs> Wayne says, oh, God, the Phil Neville years. Yeah, well, there was one or two highlights, but yeah, it didn't end particularly well, did it? But um, yeah, the Phil Neville years. That was that was towards the end of the Phil Neville years, that Brazil game. England actually played quite well in that game. Beth Mead had a goal disallowed, actually. Um, and Brazil ended up winning two one, but um, but yeah, that was a that was a big occasion. But I'm sure we will get a better result this time uh, with the squad that we've got now. And obviously, you know, I think um, Serena's a slight upgrade on Phil Neville, shall we say? <laughs> a slight, slight upgrade. <laughs> but, slight, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we, look, we are looking forward to uh, to Thursday night and of course the game against Australia as well um, next week. So lots to look forward to, as always. And there's a lot to look forward to this weekend because Arsenal are playing league tomorrow in the Premier League, the men. Um, and that is another three o'clock kickoff on a Saturday, which is which is strange in a way because in seasons gone by when Arsenal aren't changing for anything, it seems all our games are on Sky on a Sunday. And this season, when we're changing for the league, we've had three <laughs> kickoffs in the last few weeks, which seems a bit strange. But anyway, we don't care because we win the games. That's all that matters. I don't care if they're on telly or not. Um, but that's going to be good tomorrow. Um, so that's going to be a good game. So join us for that one. And of course, Sunday is an even bigger game to many in many ways because um, Arsenal women don't quite have the lead at the top of the league that the men do. So we need to win every single game. And um, it's going to be a big test. So that game kicks off at half past 12, isn't it? So that's early right. kickoff. That's right. Um, so we'll, we'll be here nice and early for that one. Uh, looking forward to that game. And we hope to get Andreas on at half time as usual for Meadow Park to give his thoughts on the game. And of course, there'll be a great vlog coming out as well um, from that game. So look forward to that as well. Um, so, yeah, loads and loads of great stuff coming up on the channel. Of course, then next week we'll be back into our usual stuff on Monday. We'll have the Arsenal Review show uh, looking back on the Leeds game and looking ahead to more. Important games coming up, of course, for the men's team as well. You know, this is the women's show. We like to focus on them, but the men are doing well as well. And we need to look forward to them games as well. So that's all coming up this weekend. It's going to be another big weekend of football, isn't it? Let's be honest. Exciting weekend. We've had so many recently, haven't we? The men winning and the women winning and playing good football. It's just it's amazing, really, isn't it? Um, and a lot more to come, hopefully, over the next few months as we head towards the important part of the season when all the trophies are decided. And hopefully there might be one or two left that's got Arsenal's name on, <laughs> and some Arsenal lifting to more trophies because we quite like that. It's quite fun, isn't it? And we'd like to see it a few more times this season. And there's still chances. There is still some more big chances that Arsenal can be. This could end up being one of the greatest seasons in the club's history, couldn't it? Men and women's ways. Who knows? 
Um, it's going to be fantastic. And the good news is I'm going to be in London for the final weekend of the season for the WSL and the Premier League. I, can't, I ain't got tickets to either game yet because they're all sold out. But anyway, I'm going to be <laughs> and um, reveling in the atmosphere, hopefully enjoying the celebrations as we enjoy some trophy lifting, hopefully. But anyway, that's all to come. Um, it is, of course, Friday. We are at the end of the Arsenal Women's Weekly. So that only means one thing. It means the weekend can officially start and we can enjoy yeah. what is going to be an amazing weekend. Um, and I'm sure Andreas is going to have a great time in London again. I wonder if he's staying at his normal hotel. I'm sure he is, which is... Yeah. We'll give him a plug. We can look after him. It's Motel One at Tower Hill. So um, if you're ever staying in London and you want to stay in a nice hotel, stay at the Motel One at Tower Hill because Andreas <laughs> loves it. They look after him well. They get the red carpet out when he turns up because he's their special guest. Um, and they, they treat you like royalty there. So, yeah, yeah. definitely um, check out that hotel if you want to stay in London because it's great. And Andreas loves it. And he'll be there, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, if you see Andreas at Meadow Park on Sunday, uh, please say hello. And um, if you, you have to reach up to shake his hand because he's about seven foot tall. But um, he's a great guy, as you know. And he's a lot of fun. And you'll have a good time. So, definitely say hello to Andreas on um, Sunday. And we look forward to getting him on at half time. And we look forward to his video of the game as well, which is going to be great. Um, so thanks to Andreas for all his videos that he sent us. Really interesting as always. And of course, Matt as well for his video contribution. We will get Matt back on the show. Don't worry. He's not finished. He will be back. He will be joining us live in the studio very soon. Just unfortunately, he's, he's very busy at the minute. Um, Terry says there, um, Amar's quiz, I reckon you would have won this week. Yeah, <laughs> won. yeah, since it's only me. So it's a bit of a waste of time doing it this week. But we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have it back next week when everyone's back. Uh, I say Matt will be back soon as well, so don't worry. He hasn't he hasn't left us. He's not deserted us. He will be back. He's working and he's busy, but we'll have Matt back soon. I say Andreas will be back next week as well, and hopefully we'll have a really really good um, a good uh, match on Man the Man City game to look back on as well. That is going to be great. Rajendra says I might go to Meadow Park if tickets are still available. Well, it's sold out, Rajendra. It is, but um, there may be some tickets available. But it is apparently currently sold out, as all the games are now, between the end of the season. It's, it's, this is great. You know, we, we've been... I, I'm a little bit um, I'm a little bit kind of annoyed to a certain degree because we've spent the last couple of years on this show in particular really pushing women's football, telling everyone to go and watch the Arsenal women because how great they are. And now I can't get a ticket myself because everyone else has bought them. So I've kind of... I've, I've shot myself in the foot really there. So, yeah. um, but anyway, that, that's the way it is. But hopefully uh, we'll be at the semi-final at the Emirates and... I am going to be down for the Aston Villa game at last game of the season. So if you have got two tickets that you don't want anymore for Aston Villa at home, send them my way. I'll be, I'll be very grateful. I've given tickets away to people this season when I couldn't go to games. So I deserve, we deserve tickets back. So if, you, if you've got two spares for the Aston Villa game, please send them my way because we are down. We're coming all the way down for that. Stay for the weekend. It's going to be good fun. But we would like to go to the game because it's going to be quite good. And I want to be there. So uh, I might try and sneak in with Andreas, maybe hide under his jacket or something and sneak in. <laughs> <laughs> see if we can get in that way with the season ticket if he's in. We'll try, we'll, try, we'll try anything we can to try and get in that game. But anyway, we'll, we'll be there. We might have to storm the gates and jump over the fence or something. But we'll, we'll find a way to get in. Oh, but um, we're going to be there. It's going to be good. Are you going to that game at MR, the Aston Villa game? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know my membership allows me to go to the whole, whole, all the home games, but I have to try and get it early because yeah, if I get there late, then by the time there's no seats around, I have to stand. So. I, it depends. I would love to go, but again, I need to request. Uh, it depends on when I have to work because I work weekends someday. So I'd love to go, but we'll see. We'll take each game as it comes for now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, tickets are hard to come by. I, I say I've not been able to get one so far, but anyway, I'm sure there'll be some available nearer the time. I'm sure there will. Unless, of course, that game's going to decide the league, then everyone will want to go and it'll be. Yeah. 
But anyway, we shall see. Uh, Terry says, uh, another great show from you two again. See everyone soon. And Defo's here tomorrow at 2.45. And Amar, take care. And put your watch forward 15 minutes. Well, they weren't <laughs> last week, and that didn't make any difference, did it? So it's not worth it's not worth doing that, is it? Because we, we had an hour last week we went forward, which has been good, actually, hasn't it? It's been getting darker later. It feels like yeah. summer's coming. feels like, you know, nice long nights and stuff like that, which we love. So, um, And, of course, we always know the spring is the time when all the trophies are decided in football, aren't they? Well, most of them. Yeah. And there's still some possibilities, I say, that we might be winning some. So we're getting really excited for all of that. Um, anyway, um, that is the show. So thanks to Andreas for his video contributions and Matt as well. Thanks to Amar as ever for uh, his contributions on the show as well. Um, I will see you tomorrow for the Leeds game. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, Rajendra says, uh, see you then also. Yep, see you soon, Rajendra. Again, I say enjoy enjoy the rest of your Friday evening, everybody, whatever you're up to. Um, don't forget, it's a big weekend of football. We are covering it all here on over and over and over again. We will see you very soon tomorrow in actual fact for the Leeds game. That is going to be something special as well, I'm sure. And then Sunday, Arsenal women, Man City at Meadow Park. Well, what a big game it is after a big week. Are we going to finish this big week on a high? I'm sure we are. Yes, we are. We're going to do it. We're going to win. Of course we're going to win. Come on, you gunners. We are going to win. See you later, guys. Thanks for watching. We will see you very soon. Thanks to Lamar, Andreas and Matt. And I will see you tomorrow. Take it easy, guys. To Arsenal now, Frieda Marnham again inside here looking for a second goal. Oh, she's got a second goal. That seals it. Frieda Marnham again.